Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that would, I wish we wouldn't get sued if we played that, because that would be a pretty epic way to start this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can find out if we'll get sued. Do you think do you think you could make I a house a real American? Yeah, but can you make a house remix of that song? Can I? Or like is it legal to distribute it? I definitely can. No, like I I know you are technologically <laughs> and like skills-wise uh very capable of said thing. I mean like is that a thing we could do and play on the show more than anything? I mean it doesn't I am a real American it does... but it'd be like Yeah, it's it's at a nice See, it would get kind of hot. I think it would get kind of It's hot. at like a nice like Baltimore club tempo. You got to the the guitars are pretty noisy. It might be a tough tough chop, but if you could get like the the a cappella then for sure. Who sang the original? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I don't know. God, that would be cool. <laughs> uh I am a real American. Ask me anything. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Is it... <laughs> it is. Apparently, there's a version by Hulk. Ho I'm confused. I don't know. Is the short did, answer? Did Hulk? Did Hulk Hogan sing a version of this song? Um, there's a music video that involves Hulk Hogan <gasps> playing guitar. Guys, this is not becoming a wrestling podcast. Hi, it's the What If Podcast. I'm Ryan Copper. That's Spencer Worth Davis. I actually, I actually debated going back to the the wrestling well for this week's episode just because I've been finding so much great shit that's entertaining to me. But I had to have a, a moment with myself last night where I was like, just because you find this entertaining, does not mean that your listeners necessarily will. Like that has often affected what we actually talk about I on mean, this show. Usually I just assume that you guys are down for whatever we're down for, but and maybe maybe yeah. I will still do this at some point. I, I really just need more uh, content. But I, I went down the rabbit hole of the Vegas casino ideas that weren't. So like the all, all the proposals and plans that have been made over the years that didn't come to fruition for one reason or another. And we are not talking about that today? We will. We will. I need more time to to research this one. But the wrestling tie-in is that there was there were plans and there was a uh, a location purchased for a WWF casino in the 90s. Oh, Casino no. Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you thought I got excited about hearing there was a <laughs> restaurant, you going to give me a whole building, bro? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's also, fucking excellent. Also, did you know that WWF, or I'm sorry, WCW, did a wrestling match in August of 1995 in North Korea with a total of a total attendance of 355,000 people? Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry. Where in God's name do you put 350,000 people to watch well, a wrestling match that takes place in like a fucking 40 by 40 ring? Um, you put them at the Mayday Stadium in uh, in North Korea. Okay, but but it was it was two days. So the first day was 165,000 people. The second day was 190,000 people. Okay, but North Korea also likes to lie about stuff a lot. So is that just like, yes, we love wrestling and three million um, people watched our match? Or is that like... Right. This is... The source is the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. I don't know. God bless that for being fucking real. But anyway, the, uh, the, the title card was Ric Flair against... Antonio Inoki. It was like a WCW Japanese pro wrestling crossover event in North Korea. That sounds fucking epic, dude. But yeah, Ric Flair wrestled in North Korea in 1995 in front of 190,000 people. Anyway, Fuck. none of those things have anything to do with our topic today. But uh oh, they will one day soon because there are just hundreds of batshit crazy ideas for casinos that never got built. And a lot of them are really funny. I can't wait. <laughs> I will 
mourn the fact that they never existed, and I will also talk shit about many of them. But they could. It doesn't mean that they can never exist. Can we? Okay, patreon.com slash whatifpodcast. <laughs> We're going to need like We're a gonna hot, start. hot 200 million real quick to, to get this off the ground. Well, no, no, no. We're not. We're just going to start buying the rights to them. Is this just another scheme for you to buy more domain names? Oh, that is absolutely involved. <laughs> we will need to buy domain names. I'm just saying we should buy the rights to them. And then what we do is we do marketing campaigns around the concepts so that there then becomes enough of a groundswell of support for the concepts. And You're, then this we is just sounding flip. real Tom DeLong esque right now. We just sell the rights to the thing that we thought was cool and that we marketed and made cool. We don't have to, we, I'm not trying to own a casino. I'm not trying to build a casino. I'm trying to sell somebody an idea. Mm. And if these things but, fell apart in the 90s, I feel like a couple of these we could buy for like, you know, two, two, three bucks. Yeah, wait. You so we're, I mean? we're selling ideas that other people had and gave up on? Is that our business model here? Yeah, because we're going to make them cool again. We're going to improve upon the ideas oh, so after we own the rights to them. Our value add is the the marketing aspect. And just going like, the, the oh, well, building. here's why that was such a bad idea. It, they missed these very clear steps that needed right. to be made. Sure. Or, or, oh my God, they thought the pool should be here, but... I don't see any way this could fail, honestly. Well... Sounds good. Patreon.com slash what if podcast. Spencer understands my idea and is in full support of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> what has brought you joy recently, Ryan Copperud? And I don't have one prepped mm. today, so you're going first. You don't have one prepped today, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I didn't think about this until 10 seconds ago when I asked you about it. For a second, I thought you said I didn't have one today, and I was like, how the tides have turned, sir. <laughs> Mm, I've been joyful for um A, you know what has brought me joy? What that I got a I got a sous vide. I'm sorry, a what? A sous vide? You, you know what a sous vide is? No, that's why I said what? Well, I didn't know if you didn't <laughs> hear me or didn't understand me. Those are different what's. <laughs> <laughs> Could you explain to a, me and a, possibly some of our listeners what the fuck that is? So, okay, so it's this uh it's this water circulator basically. Like and like an aqueduct? Oh. So not like an aqueduct. So, definitely not like an aqueduct. It would need to be <laughs> okay, much tight, much tight. bigger to be an aqueduct. Oh, so more like situation. a radiator. Yeah, still too still a little down the too big side. A, but also, a ho- yes. A hose? Uh, I don't a know. Straw. It's like a straw. See, you went you went too far. You went too far. It's bigger than a straw. What the fuck is that, kid? <laughs> we need some help, buddy. Uh, no, it's basically you you uh, you you basically screw it to the side of a container. It could be a pot or a pan or whatever, and then it circulates the water and brings it to a very very specific temperature. And then you cook things in food safe bags with like seasonings and butter inside of the bag in the water. Mm. And it does that for an extended period of time, and it helps you cook things, like nail the temperature. So, like you, it, you can't overcook a steak because you could cook that steak at 130 degrees for two and a half hours in this water bath, and it never gets overcooked because it only gets to that temperature. Why would you want to eat a boiled in a plastic bag steak, though? Well, okay, is it tasty so, but when somehow? You take it, you, you sear it once it comes out. So you just do that to like get the get the temperature right and then you like give it like a nice golden brown in a pan situation. As soon mm. as you're done. I see. Okay. So I'm cooking what I'm saying is what's bringing me joy is I'm cooking right now, bro. I'm cooking. I'm just cooking in the other room and I don't have to look at that for another 55 minutes until I put it in a pan for 60 seconds on a side and I got perfectly cooked chicken. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It sounds complicated, but I'm I'm glad that you're you're enjoying it. It's it sounds more complicated than it is. You just basically got to put some seasonings in a plastic bag with some olive oil and throw that thing in there and press the temperature you want it at, and you walk away. Mm. Could you? So if you uh, you said sous vide, 
It's S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. Sous vide. Sure. Soup life. Um, could you... About that soup life. <laughs> Everything's soup. Everything's in a pot with water. Uh, <laughs> could you could you then take that and then put it in the air fryer afterwards? Bro, that sound, you it was like a... Eh. <laughs> You made like a ribbit for a second there. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to stifle a LaCroix burp and it, it found its way out anyway. Just at a worst it's like time. You, it's like you growled at it to push it back down. You were like, don't you don't you do it? Don't you it, it did not work. Don't you jump into this microphone while we're recording? What if you put the, the sous vide pot inside the air fryer? Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. You just want to go, you know, a whole yep. kitten caboodle. Yep, and then you put all that in the deep fryer. It's like a soft shell crab. You eat both appliances. <laughs> you just eat the whole thing. No, no. It's it's a turducken. Right. But, <laughs> but, a, but a turducken of, of tools. <laughs> yeah. A tool turducken. A tulducken, if you will. <laughs> it's a tulducken. Sounds delicious. Yeah, no, actually that's how you make a, t- a turducken is you put <laughs> you put a a chicken, you know, you put a duck in a chicken in a turkey and, you get, and then you put that in a sous vide in an air fryer I in mean, a deep fryer. Birds are like 70% water. It'd probably work if you just got the outside bird up to 130 degrees or whatever you need. See? I think that's you so cook you, your turducken with your tool duck in, so and you, you're you go, fucking here you go, set. Here you go. You put the, the is a chicken or a duck smaller? Whichever one's smaller, you put the smaller one inside the bigger one. Duck is smaller usually. Okay, so you well, put, it depends on the kind of chicken and the kind of duck. But. Sure, sure. So you put the duck inside the chicken, then you put the chicken in the air fryer, set that thing at one thirty, so you get the crispy chicken on the outside, and it sous vide the the duck inside the chicken. Oh, interesting. So you use each method to cook each of the three birds, and then you just... Mm, Correct. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Let's go, baby. <laughs> you know, I'm... I'm you, a food you know scientist. You know quarantine's at a bad place where I'm like, honestly, not a bad way to kill a Saturday. <laughs> like, I would kill a Saturday being like, all right, I'm a sous vide the duck, I'm a air fry a chicken, mm-hmm. and I'm a deep fry a turkey, and I'm going to shove them shits all inside each other and cut that thing open and see what happens. No, you got to deep fry the air fryer so that all these things are happening at once. Oh, oh, you really want to put the whole tool in. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to burn your house you, down. Yeah, for sure. You, you're trying to tool duck into turducken yes, straight up. Correct. This is like bones. You know, you get, you get like a wrench in there, you just pull it out. Just, sorry, <laughs> just like bones? Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. The screwdrivers and wrenches and the other tools just become like bones, you know? Right, right. If you get you don't, if you get a screw in that kind of like in oof. the back of your, you I mean, know, back of your bite. I wouldn't put hardware in there. Now you're just making a, a fucking bird pipe bomb. <laughs> Wait, what? A bird pipe bomb? A bird bomb? <laughs> bird pipe. Mm. Bird bomb. I can't get there. Pipe bird. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that that's making you happy that you're cooking a steak right now. Thanks, bud. Finding creative ways to do things that make things delicious and kill time. Well, I've talked about this. We've talked about this before. When you're in quarantine, sometimes vac- like a vacation is just a good meal that you make because you're like, this is a new and interesting and good experience because you can't have new and interesting and good experiences just sitting in your ding dang house. Correct. Uh, all right, let's see what I got. Um, I got to work on some just all kinds of goofy ass music this week, which is fun. Hell yeah! I haven't like been making, and also I haven't been excited about just making stuff for the sake of making stuff in a while. So, hell yeah, that's been tight. That is tight. You got music coming out that next week, don't you? Uh, I do have music coming out next week. Sick. Can we play some of hey, it on the show between now and next week? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Should we close with a track today? Sure. Is that that's not too early for you? Nah, fuck it. Okay, tight. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, we'll play. We'll play a little. We'll play a little bit of a track today. Uh, if you go to Spotify, uh, go follow me. I'm just my name, Ryan Copper, and you can hear my new shit when it comes out on Friday of next week. It's called "Wish You Weren't Here." It comes out on November 27th. Tight. All right, I got a 
creepy ass topic for us today. Yeah. How creepy oh, we talking? Oh, Am did, I gonna get spooky? Uh yeah, it's pretty spooky. Did you want to hear the the microphone components story first? About uh Freddy Spaghetti? Or should we save that for tell, another time? Do you want to tell a story about we'll, Freddy Spaghetti we'll, or not? <laughs> we'll save the Freddy Spaghetti for the, the Patreon this week. Oh dicks. Oh no, he's teasing y'all so bad Sorry. right now. That that is the worst. We'll save it for some other time. But also, like, you know, you can give us five bucks and we'll we'll pay our bills with it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's just not the worst. We put out a lot of content and we love you yeah. guys. Come support the show. Yeah, exactly. Patreon.com slash what if podcast. Okay. So we're gonna talk about Clinton Road in New Jersey. Jersey. It's a road, a stretch of road in uh, West Milford, New Jersey. That's about ten miles long. You ever been to Jersey? Yeah, so I mean, not like to hang out. I've been through it. Yeah, that's the best way to go to Jersey. It seemed terrible from like the couple of hour ish I spent on their roads. I sure didn't like it. Hey, <laughs> sorry, Jersey, but you got a weird state, y'all. Yeah, seemed that way. But I mean, you know. What what can you learn from driving through a straight a state? All I learned is that the part yeah no I, the part next to New York City is not nice looking. That's about all I learned. I, <laughs> I have a I of course have an extremely limited view of your state, New Jersey. So right. I mean, our I'll flat, acknowledge that our state is flat and frozen. So, hey, remember how we were going to go to New York and do a live show this spring of this year after we did our LA show last year? Yeah, that was cool. Maybe. <laughs> that was a cool idea when things were things again in the past. Maybe we'll do things again when things are things again. And maybe when we're in New York, we'll be like, hey, Jersey, change our minds. <laughs> I I will not do that. But you can if hey, you'd like. Hey, New Jersey, change my mind. <laughs> anyway, we could visit uh, Clinton Road and get spooked as heck. So it's this 10-mile stretch of road, and there's not much along it. Like, it's basically undeveloped wild lands on either side of this thing. Um, A yeah. lot of it is, like, public land and uh, state and national forest and stuff. 10 miles is not so long. I mean, that's no. a pretty small, like, area. And it doesn't really, like, connect anything of much importance. So it's sort of this run down out of the way sleepy stretch of two lane highway Go, say it again what's clinton clinton road yeah clinton road. and it's west milford new jersey okay so there's all sorts of creepy shit that people claim has happened on and around clinton road dating okay dating back to at least 1905 <clears throat> that's a lot of creep yeah so there was a, a dude named Percy Cran, which is just a fantastic name. Well, I'm sorry. You said Cran, like C-R-A-Y-O-N, like Correct. crayon Exactly Cran? like that. Yes. Bro. <laughs> is he the heir to the crayon Cran fortune? Um, I, I, I think that's the, if his name was Crayola, perhaps. Also, he's probably not the heir if he was writing stuff in 1905 i did just think that crayon was the brand name you did that that one's on coach tracy <laughs> i'll acknowledge that what did you think the the actual like drawing stick was called didn't get that far okay <laughs> definitely it was in my mind it was like a kleenex thing right but it's more of a tissue thing Right. You got it. <laughs> tight. tight. <laughs> Wait, time out. Are crayons just, like, what is a crayon? <laughs> it's this colored wax that you draw with. Straight up, is that the definition? I mean, I, I don't... Do you think they have some other purpose? Do people say crayon or crayon? not I thought we would spend time on this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. You can look up what a crayon is, I guess, if you, if you want. We I'm can wait stuck, for you. I'm bro. <laughs> I don't know on what, though. Okay, time the fuck out, though, bro. Listen to this. Oh, this is going to fuck my whole buddy. shit. 
bro. What? What the could you definition... possibly find about crayons? <laughs> Listen to me, bro. I'm Listen to me, I'm bro. Go I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. A pencil or stick of colored chalk Die. or <laughs> wax used for drawing. So you're you going to tell me sidewalk chalk, chalk are is fucking crayons? Get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out of my house, bro. Where, Absolutely not. Where are you reading this definition from? The ding dang Oxford Dictionary, bro. Get out of my house. Look at you, motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, I'm legitimately so, upset okay, right so now. Okay, so hold on. We got to trace this back now. So it said oh. a, a pencil or chalk? Pencil. Or stick of colored chalk or wax used for drawing. So now, well, chalk is going to be hard to look up because it has many forms. So right. chalk is short for chalk crayon. Bro, this is absurd crayon to me. Crayon is like an umbrella term here that we've that we've been misusing. Is that what you're saying? I. Yeah, I switched over to Merriam-Webster, and the definition of crayon is a stick of white or colored chalk or of colored wax used for writing or drawing. Huh. What? You can't have a... You can't have a word that's just like two things. A definition I mean, of yes a thing can. can't be it's either this thing or that thing. Sure. Those you, are two things. I mean, lots of words represent more than one item, but... But like, do you know what I'm saying? It's just like a like a stick of chalk and a stick of wax are just two very completely different things. I mean, we have words for pencil and marker and pen. Well, that's Those a stupid different definition. Writing and, and drawing instruments. And that's why we came up with different words for them because if you only had one, no one would ever know what the fuck you're talking about. But that's what I'm saying. So this should be two definitions of yes. a crayon is the wax and chalk is fucking chalk. It's just like definition number five of chalk. <laughs> okay. The fuck you, out of my house with this fucking <laughs> fucked up definition. I'm fucking. Are you, are you ready to move on? I guess I needed to learn it though. We we all needed to learn this. I should together. have just left Percy. I don't think we learned anything. I feel slightly dumber if anything. You learned nothing. Oxford told you that a crayon is is chalk, but and you, you learned nothing. Well, that's just obviously wrong. So now. <laughs> I love it. Now we're just arguing with Oxford and Merriam-Webster. We're yeah. like, yeah, we learned something that you guys are fucking bad at your jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you guys are just being impractical here. That you obviously never had childhoods and fucking drew a shit, you yeah. dummies. And that we don't need dictionaries because just ask somebody, what the fuck is that thing called? And you'd get a much better answer. Anyway, Percy. Tell me, Percy Chalkboy. I should have just left his last goof. name out of this whole thing. He wrote about the woods uh, that line or are on either side of uh, Clinton Road. And he said, quote, it was never advisable to pass through the woods after dark. For tradition tells us that they were infested with bands of robbers and counterfeiters to say nothing of the witches that held their nightly dances and carousels and the ghosts that made their appearance in such frightful forms. Okay, two really quick things. One, goddamn Percy, that's a long list. Uh -huh. And number two, Jersey, you're not doing yourself any favors about your cool ass state. <laughs> no, this is not going to help us um, want to go to New Jersey. Okay, so there was uh, an actual castle in the woods near Clinton Road. Ooh. And it was... They got castles on the East Coast? Uh, I mean, this one's not there anymore, but... They did, oh. at least. Crazy. Um, so they, yeah, the castle was built in 1905. And the property was sold. It was uh, built by Richard Cross. And it was sold after he died in 1917 to the city of Newark. And later, though, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a fire destroyed most of it. Um, but some of the stone walls were still there and it became a spot where, according to weird New Jersey, where, where I'm sourcing most of this, probably incorrect information, Hell yeah. quote, a place where hikers, teenagers, and the occasional Satan worshipers would congregate. The occasional. Mm-hmm. 
They actually have evidence of that one, which is better than most of the stuff we're going to talk about. Well, I guess you get, you probably, like, whether or not the stuff that made it creepy is true or not, you get creepy people that go seek out creepy shit. Right. Whether or not the creepy things themselves are true. Um, and then the, the ruins of the stone walls were knocked down in 88. So, <clears throat> Weird New Jersey, they have some, like, basically they just, uh, what's the word? Curate, but not when when you take anything and everything, but like curate. They're like a clearinghouse for, but what's the verb of that? doesn't matter. They collect wholesaler. They collect stories about uh, weird shit in New Jersey. So consolidate. Yeah, maybe that's what I. I don't fucking know. Uh, the word okay. I was looking for may have just been collect. I'm not sure. Anyway, all right. Uh, so they have a bunch of stories from people that have written into them about their experiences throughout uh, New Jersey and specifically Clinton Road. So one anonymous person said. Cross Castle, which used to be off Clinton Road, had dungeons where many bodies were found. Whoa! Satan worshipping was active around Cross Castle, and the KKK was also rumored to be active in the area. Bummer! Never get out of your car, especially at night. It's definitely weird. Um... Fucking A, yikes. B, Uh can I find photos of Cross Castle on the internet? Um, I found a couple photos of like the ruins. I think it burned down in the like twenties uh, or thirties, though. So I don't know if you're gonna find photos of it in its original form. Oh, I got one here of like a whole ass castle. Yeah, it's a whole ass castle. <laughs> an a- an asshole. A whole. <laughs> Hwassle, a whole ass castle. A whole asshole. Hwa- it's a Hwassle. Yeah, it's 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 like it's a it's not super castle-y, but it's a castle. Like I get it. It's <laughs> very descriptive of you. <laughs> it's like you know, it's not like a lot of like big towers and peaks and shit. It's but like turrets? it's got the the sort of you know the the ramparts that kind of go like up down up down up down around the top. And there's a sure. there's like a, a big rounded part. It's definitely made of stone. There's some big windows. I, Sounds I like a it. castle to me. It. It's, it's, it's pretty castle-y. On a scale of one to castle-y, I'd give it a, I'd give it a, give it a six, six and a half. Tight, tight. So we got another uh, castle story from GJR. Just use their initials. After one night of hearing tales, six other people and I decided to go to the castle. As we got up the dirt road that wound up to the castle, we parked our cars, got out, lit a fire, and drank some beers. After about a half an hour, we started hearing chanting and chains rattling. Hell no. One of the people I was with started to go into a seizure. What? Three of us tried to move her, but we couldn't. It was like she was nailed to the rock. Then the chanting stopped, and the, and the person came around. We all looked at each other like, what the hell is going on here? That's the whole story. That's the end of that story. That can't be the end of that story. Unfortunately, it is. Bruh. <laughs> Chanting. Ha- seizure. Eh, shit's weird. What the hell's going on here? I know. Crazy, right? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you can't just... You can't just do that. Um, okay, we've got some actual... Say, this kind of goes back to so I'm sorry. This kind of goes back to my whole like you can't just say shit thing. I mean, like I need some You can say that about everything we talk about if you want to not have fun. No, but I mean like I want somebody to go talk to that person. Ryan, that person doesn't exist. You think they're just straight up not real? I mean, a lot of the time or like they're telling a story that's not accurate or I mean, we could start a weird Minnesota website and have anonymous stories or people sign with their initials, or one of these is just from Teddy. <laughs> Teddy. <laughs> but okay, but here's the thing. They're not they're not like like, yes, that's a scary story, but it's not like a story, you know? It's just like an anecdote. Well, yeah. I want the story behind the anecdote. Well, you're not gonna get it. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I don't have it. Can't give it to you. Um, 
Okay. Oh, yeah. Satan worshiping shit. So this is from Scott with one T. I don't know if that's a name or country of origin, but he said, Right, Scott. I had a friend who lived near Clinton Road. Used to take me on Halloween to spy on Wiccans practicing in the area near his house. Ooh. Uh, The Halloween afternoon in 1977, we decided to get our packs, a tent, and a rifle to spend the night up in the woods. I took a journal with me. When we came upon the castle, we were amazed, as as always, at how it stood out in the woods. We entered the castle and were shocked to learn that someone had put up two huge boards with words spelled out in red paint. The nature of the writing intrigued me, so I copied down... God, this is one of those sentences... This is one of those sentences that tells me with 99% certainty that your story is bullshit just because of how you wrote this sentence. Listen to this fucking sentence. The nature of the writing intrigued me, so I copied down what the walls proclaimed. Boo. <laughs> no. Boo. <laughs> what the fuck is that, kid? No one speaks or writes that way. It's like you're you're right. Boo. You're writing in a way that you think is going to make your story sound more important. Hey yo, Erica Badui. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, he wrote down what the what was written on the wall. And uh, yeah, what he, what he meant to say was, I wrote down what was written on the wall. Yeah. And his friend took a picture of it. And he went back to it later. And uh, I don't know if he Googled what was written down or whatever, but uh, it turned out to be, he says, the writings of Anton LaVey of the Church of Satan. Cool. So there are photos of weird writing on the walls of what is allegedly Cross Castle. I don't know if that's the same. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You can. Whoa. You can get fucked website that auto plays <laughs> sound. Jesus. You, you deeply hate to see Ugh. it. <laughs> you guys didn't get to hear that. I think that just went to Ryan and me, but. Did it? Oh, boy. It was some dickhead screaming at me about his website. It was something. Well, I'm not going to Something your, else. Now I can't click on your website while I record my podcast, weird New Jersey guy. I didn't mean to <laughs> talk so much shit about my only source for this episode. Right. <laughs> scale this back here. Anyway, there's a photo on that website of some weird, like, Latin-looking writing on the walls of the ruins sure. of the castle. Sure. Um, another person wrote, this is Nick B., Wrote, when a demolition crew came in to destroy the castle, uh, all that remained for a while was the basement, and on the walls of the basement were old satanic scripture. This confused the demolition crew because there did not to be did not appear to be any entrance to the basement. So it was like a not a usable space, I guess. It was just like what was under the foundation. Mm. Or you know. Under the bottom floor of the castle. Sure. But like, I can totally see some people going to do weird shit in the woods at a castle and writing satanic scripture to freak people out. Yeah, you get some some kids. (laughs) Totally. You get some kids who want to fuck around and they find a floorboard you can lift up or a fucking whatever and go turn it into their cool ass hideout that they... You know, yeah. Do do goofy kid shit in. Okay, so there's a weird ass castle just off the road. Uh, there are also reports of UFOs. Oh, we're getting the whole. Oh, uh, we got we got every, whole, we got everything. Yeah, the yeah. whole turducken here, huh? Yeah, indeed. <laughs> um, okay, so there's at least two different UFO reports. One is from Steve. And Steve says, "Yeah, these are all fake." Sing, sing. <laughs> Steve says after we went around Dead Man's Curve which is apparently part of Clinton Road we saw a huge flash in the sky and then a triangular disc 
This thing was damn big and was hovering over the trees about 250 feet up in the air. My friends and I always said we would pull over if we saw a UFO, but in the moment we were too scared. <laughs> After about five minutes, it disappeared and we took off. Steve. I like that they have a, a like a a plan for when they see a UFO, though. That's a that's a good policy to have with your friends. Should we have a plan? What's our plan? Oh, we're we're trying to get in. Bro, that's we, too we much. We run plan. towards it. We Travis <laughs> Walton that, that shit and just sprint towards it. That that's too big of a plan, bro. You plan hmm. you you went full plan. <laughs> I feel like yeah. step one okay, wait. Small detour. What is our plan if you and I see a UFO together? I mean, you at least gotta stop and and try and get some footage of it and documentation. It's exactly yeah, what I was I mean, gonna minimum, say. Minimum, minimum. Because how many times? That's what we gotta do. We gotta keep each other accountable. Get get your fucking phone out, both of us, two phones, <laughs> right now. I'll point my lens at the screen of yours so we can like zoom in farther. That's how it works, right? Oh, wow. I think that's... If you get like enough iPhones front to back, you can see to the moon. I can see to the moon in my backyard. <laughs> I, don't need a, I don't need an iPhone for that. Okay. Uh, another UFO report. This one's from Jay. We were at Clinton Road one night and we saw some lights, hundreds of them on both sides of the woods. Blue, red, and white. And we got super freaked out. We started driving about 75 on this 35 mile per hour road. And the lights kept up with us. If we stopped in the middle of the road, they would stop on either side of us. Then suddenly, they vanished. He say hundreds of them? He said hundreds of them. That's a lot of UFO lights. Yes. I think you normally get like a few or like 12 to 14 hundreds. That may be literally the first time in all the fucking episodes we've done I've ever heard someone describe. Well, my bro, are you looking at the stars, bro? <laughs> are you red, looking up, dog? <laughs> red, white, and blue. Yeah, I, I don't know uh, what that could possibly be. Jay went to a 3D movie and fucking didn't take his glasses off and just drove home. He's looking out the window like, yo, these hundreds of lights are keeping up with us, bro. When I move, they move. When I, just like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, okay. We also have reports of wolves in the area, including. Okay. That's. Hold not. on. Hold on. You didn't let me finish. Including at least one flying wolf. <laughs> All right. Fair. <laughs> Should have waited. He says fair to the flying wolf. <laughs> fair. Yeah. All right. This can, we can count this. <laughs> this goes on the pile. You can't say reports of wolves. Like, yeah, bro, you told me this is a county road. I mean, I don't know if wolves don't probably live in New Fly? Jersey. No, they probably don't. <laughs> I mean, anything flies if you get moving fast enough. <laughs> there is that <laughs> I think that's how physics works um, yeah there are no wild wolves in New Jersey so it's a little really? weird it's just it's just fucking like 20 year olds on LSD just hucking wolves <laughs> off a castle it's got a rip. <laughs> they found an old trebuchet in the castle and, and a wolf oh no <laughs> somebody's got a somebody's got a husky and they found a catapult inside the castle <laughs> Satan bless this dog. <laughs> just, just shit whipping. <laughs> okay. So the just shit whipping wolves <laughs> off the fucking ballast of a castle. Oh my god. <laughs> Put it on the list. <laughs> shit whipping wolves off the ballast of a castle. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck. Uh so the story from Kelly, Kelly B. The last, the last initial makes it sound official. Uh, one time, we had, so we had to, we had to drug the wolf to get it in the trebuchet. <laughs> so first off, I fucking hate animals. Uh, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly B says, 
I got bit by a wolf at a very young age. I've been seeking my revenge my whole adult life. One time I went down there, there being uh, Clinton Road, and a strange figure chased our truck. I, I got a good look at it. I screamed and told my friend to drive faster. It was a dog of some sort, but it was floating, not running. They got chased by a flying dog. That trebuchet wolf is a line drive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fast they shot it. That shit's going six feet in the air and a thousand feet that direction. I watched a YouTube video last night about... Oh, man, I'm crying. <laughs> about uh, trying to catch a thousand mile an hour baseball. And then this seems like a super bad idea. Yeah, they lined up nine gloves in a row and it went through all nine of them. Anyway, no doubt. Yeah, um, they had this. I would not have needed to do that experiment (laughs) to to know that was exactly what the fuck would happen. But if you did do that experiment, you would have gotten like 15 million YouTube views. That's true. Good point. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Next story. They got. I might have just told you what I was watching on YouTube last night. I don't remember. Oh, Did they oh. use a trebuchet no, to get no, it going no, no. that that's, fast? That's where I was going. They had this, uh, this like, pneumatic fucking cannon that looked like a, a, like a tank cannon that was shooting. They were shooting baseballs out of it. So maybe somebody just put a wolf in that thing is what I'm trying to say. Oh, wow. Okay. Because they, they were straight as a straight as a fucking laser. Pneumatic wolf cannon? Yes. Put that on the list, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. So uh, Ryan O says, one night my sister and her friend were driving down Clinton Road when my sister's friend said, what is that? My sister. What in the. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. When my sister's friend said. What the fuck is that, kid? And uh, my sister looks and there's a monkey, all caps, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> And he's flying right next to our car. <laughs> he's riding the wolf, flying through the bro, trees. Bro, these kid, these hateful fucking Wiccans are just <laughs> sacrificing animals by trebucheting them at people's cars. It's like Return of the Jedi, but instead of speeders and Ewoks, it's just wolves and monkeys. That's fucked up, bro. You can't do that. You can't do that. Anyway, You're going to jail. They were both freaked out. Who, the wolf or the monkey? You can't put the a wolf in jail. Are- the people abusing the animals, oh, 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 my I guy. See, I see. I did read about it. There's a, do you know there's a polar bear jail? I'm sorry, for the polar bears or for yeah. people who fuck up polar bears? No, for the polar bears. It's in what? It's in Ma- gonna... Manitoba, and they've got a polar bear problem there. So for polar bears that are, are potentially dangerous to humans, they, uh, they put them in polar bear jail. They can hold... Uh, 16 single polar bears and four families of polar bears. Wow. And then they relo- And what happens once they're in jail? Did they just... Uh, they relocate them eventually. I don't know why they have to put them in jail first. I think until they can get them a helicopter <laughs> ride out of town. It's probably remote enough that they need to, like, get them away from people, but there's not necessarily a ready transportation device right 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 but yeah the, the polar bear holding facility in uh churchill manitoba can hold um, i don't know how many bear how many polar bears are in a family of polar bears do you think a couple four four so that's 32 bears in polar bear jail that's a fucking wild ass zoo bro that would be a terrible place to work you work in a building with 32 polar bears or would it be fucking sick? No, those things are fucking terrifying. And also, these are ones that have been identified as problematic polar bears, as if normal pe- polar bears are not a problem for humans. Well, if you're if you built your jail right, <laughs> and be fine. How do you test it? With a whole bunch of polar bears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ryan closes by saying monkeys aren't common to West Milford. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, you don't fucking say. So many stories are just like people are bad at estimating or people are bad at identifying animals. All right. This one's pretty good. We've got ghost rangers out in the woods. Okay. This is, uh, we don't get a name with this one. It's just anonymous. 
I don't know why you wouldn't just make up like you're putting Kelly and Teddy and Jay on the just tell me this one's from Bill. Like who cares? Anyway. Uh Hanging out at the old castle was great. Much further up the road on the right, there are trails that go up to the mountain to a lake called Terrace Pond. So so it's a pond, my guy. The, the <laughs> pond, Got him. The pond was crystal clear and great for swimming. We used to camp up there and had a really weird occurrence that happened to us one night. We were camping, and at about one in the morning, two park rangers noticed our fire and walked over to us. They were concerned about the fire, if we were drinking, etc., we asked if our vehicles would be okay where they were parked and they and asked if they would be ticketed. They said they were fine and no ticketing would be carried out. In the morning, we went down the mountainside and as we got to our cars, they each had tickets on them. West Milford Police and Newark Watershed Authorities approached us and we asked them about the park rangers and they looked confused. We then told them that we were speaking with two younger men and they said that we were okay to stay in camp and that our vehicles were okay and that we wouldn't be fined. One of the Newark watershed authorities replied, what did these rangers look like and what were they wearing? We described their appearance and the, the authority told us that there were no park rangers patrolling the property anymore. And the two, ah, fuck, we were doing so well. And the two men we saw that night were killed on patrol in 1939. Ooh, spooky. We didn't know what to say. Did we imagine this? Why were the cops questioning the description? Did they know? Did he know? They heard it before. Oh, he said, did he know these men when they were alive? Probably not if he said they died in 1939, my guy. Are we the only people that have encountered these rangers? So they saw two park rangers who should not exist. That's kind of lit. I'm into it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, how would... Just by description, some random cops know about park rangers that had been killed in 1939, though. That seems unlikely. My my guess is it's probably one of those things where, like, it's a phenomenon. Like, multiple people have reported having these types of encounters or something, and then they looked into it, and it was like, oh, yeah, Steve and Dave got... They're dead. (laughs) Got, got eaten by a by a monkey that wasn't supposed to be here. Stephen Dave, R.I.P. There's a monkey that wasn't supposed to be here, right? And it came flying at him, and it they both had knocked them both knocked them both dead. <laughs> now they go around not giving people tickets. Two rangers, one monkey. Uh, it's just so the thing about this one is it's so like. It's such a boring thing to trigger a ghost story. A campfire? You know? Yeah, I mean, they're well, just No, doing... to be like, we thought we were going to get a parking ticket, but then we didn't get a parking ticket, so we were psyched. <laughs> but they did. That's the but real twist, but they but did. But then we also got a parking ticket. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, all right, one more. The creepy story slash legend is there are a bunch of stories about a ghost boy who hangs out under a bridge on Clinton Road. A ghost boy. And if you throw coins into the the water below, he'll bring them back to you. Uh no the fuck he won't because that's <laughs> fucking weird as balls and I'm absolutely not doing that. So Dina from West Milford says, "My friends and I decided to find out for ourselves what's true and what's not." Yeah, fucking tell him, Dina. We went to the bridge and threw a quarter so off. So I brought my whole piggy bank to the <laughs> to the bridge. They said there's a ghost boy who brings coins back. I said, fucking hey, let me see. Hey you, hey, you little fucker, you want some allowance? <laughs> I said, fucking prove it. We went you better to, bring your ass. <laughs> we went to the bridge and threw a quarter off. About a minute later, I heard a bloop as if you dropped the quarter in again. The water filled with ripples and a child's reflection appeared. Mm. I flew back to the car. Ooh, maybe the dog was so scared that he started flying. <laughs> yeah, He's just, just doing four <laughs> paws in the air. Right. That scared all of us, says Dina. Um, and then from Anonymous, <laughs> yesterday at 8 p.m., me and my friend Mike. So you named Mike, but not yourself? Coward, coward shit. Damn, throwing the homie under the bus. Mike's friend is a fucking coward. 
Yesterday at 8 p.m., me and my friend Mike were going to a movie at the drive-in. We took Clinton Road, and we stopped on the bridge, and he told me all the stories about the boy being killed. So I threw a quarter off the edge, and we drove away. <laughs> on the way... <laughs> That's not the okay. end of the story, but it should have been. On the, on the way home at 11.30, we passed over the bridge and stopped because Mike wanted to point out the kid's name on the side of the bridge. Just when he said the kid's name, a quarter or something metal was thrown hard against the window of our car. Oh, dip. We were shocked for a minute, but then we drove away. I'm not going on that road for a long time, says Mike's friend. Well, look, you shouldn't be throwing metal at children, bud. <laughs> Yeah, what if it's just what if it's just a kid who lives down there and is sick of people pelting him with quarters? Hey, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> that fucking hurt. All right, then we've got one actually uh legitimate provable creepy thing that happens. Let's go. In May of 1983, a body was found in the woods close to the road. Uh-oh, spaghettios. <laughs> That's not, it's not the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> a, a cyclist was was biking down uh, Clinton Road and saw a vulture in the woods and went to go look what the vulture was eating, and it was a human head. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> bud. I got to figure out a theme song for Hulkios. Oh, yeah. I'm a real American, Hulkios. <laughs> I am a real man eating pasta. These are, this is my big bowl of Hulkios. <laughs> we got to figure out what Hulkios are first. We're assuming they're like SpaghettiOs, but you don't know that. You do not yeah. know that. I still think we should have a theme song for them, no matter what the product ends up being. <laughs> it's hard to write the theme for a product that you're unfamiliar with. Oh, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, an autopsy found that the beheaded man in the woods had died of foul play. You don't say. Um, no, that is not a sentence in the thing you just read. I, I added a few words here and there, but the turns out the headless man had had his head cut off. Oh, is that how that happened? He died of natural beheading. It just kind of fell off one day. Oh, you mean that's not a normal part of any old uh, fucking autopsy is just to lop the goddamn head off? They also found that there were ice crystals or uh, that ice crystals had formed in blood vessels near his heart and that his interior organs had decayed at a rate slower than his skin. Pathologists concluded that someone had frozen his body after death in an attempt to mislead investigators into believing he had died at a later date. Damn. The man was... Eventually identified as Daniel Deppner, a local car thief, damn you, Doug Judy, who was involved in mafia activities in nearby Rockland County, New York. Uh-oh. The investigation ultimately led to the 1986 arrest of the Iceman, a.k.a. Richard Kuklinski. Yo, there's a crazy documentary about this guy. The Iceman? Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, the Iceman killed somebody and dumped him off of uh, Clinton Road in New Jersey. Damn. I didn't know that was... That's uh, fucking... Is he like a serial killer or something? I didn't know anything about the Iceman, a.k.a. Dick Kuklinski. Okay. So what you need to do is you need to go watch a documentary called The Iceman Confesses Secrets of a Mafia Hitman. Oh. That sounds this pretty dude, lit. What's that? That sounds pretty lit. It's pretty outrageous. This fucking guy is uh like exactly what he says he is. And, a mafia uh, hitman? Yeah, and he went to prison and did a bunch of fucking interviews. And like it's a little gruesome, but it's pretty wild to like hear from a guy who's killed, I think he's killed like fucking 40 or 50 people or Jeez, That's too many. Try and keep it under one. <laughs> That would be uh, optimal <laughs> for most. All right. Well, I think that's it. Oh, uh, one Damn. anonymous Bob said he found a, a body bag in the middle of the road. <laughs> 
Sir, that was just a suit cover coat. Like, that was just a... He said there was blood on it, but also he's an anonymous dude on a website that autoplays fucking audio, so what does he know? But, again, though, that's a kind of anecdote where I'm like, that's actually more believable to me because it's sort of pedestrian. Yeah, if you're gonna, you're saying if you're gonna make something up, you'd make up a better, you'd make up a story about a monkey riding a flying dog. Yeah, sure. exactly. Sure. Not just like I found a body bag with some that's, blood on it. That's also, what Bobby wants you to think. If you know there was fucking, what's that? And I said that's what Bobby wants you to think, Ryan. Well, there's that, but I feel like it's also like, hey, look, if we if we have literal proved evidence that fucking mafia hitmen were dumping bodies over well, here. Like, yeah, the fuck you probably did find a body bag with some blood on it. So it seems like there definitely was some mafia dumping in the uh, large public lands on either side of this road. Seems like that for sure yeah. happened. And it seems like there probably yeah. was some uh, KKK presence in the area. And you had mm-hmm. ruins of a castle. So I think the rest is probably just people telling stories, but there was some like terrible shit happening out there. I'm, I was the going to say, that's that's enough to be stories of bad shit to me. I mean, <laughs> both those things are worse than UFOs or flying wolves. Or ghosts or ghost ghost rangers. Right. Yeah, murder and, and the KKK are definitely worse than all those things. I just had a vision of Power Rangers, but they're all ghosts, and when they go to punch people, they just everything just goes right through. Mm. Those uh what were <laughs> the the putty guys? They were sort of they weren't quite humans, right? They weren't humans, but they for sure weren't ghosts because they well, could take a kick, you know. Yeah, but then they like disappeared. What what were those things? P- the putties? Yeah, were they technically crayons, do you think? I think they were technically <laughs> silly putty. <laughs> but and when you draw with silly putty, it's also a crayon. Putty's an umbrella term for any disposable ninja. Get the fuck out of here, Oxford, with your fucking <laughs> bullshit. Oh, things are just all this guitar is also a fucking Piano. No, it's not. Can't be. Just because it makes music doesn't mean it's the same thing. Well, there's a word for that. It's instrument. This is bullshit, though. Because <laughs> because these are two very specific things that are different things, and the definition is for both of them. Mm. Oh, the That'd be like me being like, oh, well, the word beep bop is... Is means lettuce and broccoli. No dog, those are two different vegetables. I don't care if they have a but the, umbrella but term the word for them. vegetable encompasses both of them. No, vegetable encompasses a hundred things, a thousand this things. This is a very small vegetables. umbrella, Ryan, that only encompasses children's drawing tools. This small umbrella is dumb as hell, and I'm gonna <laughs> fight it to my death. It seems like the putty we're having two very different conversations right now, but it seems like the putties may have been aliens. They were aliens. Yeah, okay. I knew that part. Well, I didn't. Could have told me I wouldn't have looked so dumb in front of all of our podcast listeners. <laughs> in kind of front of all of our <laughs> friends. I mean, I, I imagined the martial art fucking, like, things were not from this planet. The mar- martial art goo body people were not from here. From the Power Rangers fandom.com slash wiki slash putty patrollers. Oh, putty patrol. <laughs> Though neither particularly strong, intelligent, nor resilient. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> Got him. Good. Uh, sounds like they're describing our podcast. Their basic power of numbers allow them to be a regular challenge to the Power Rangers. <laughs> Just throw bodies at it, bro. Throw putties at it. That's how you solve that solution. All right. Well, that was a fun one. Hell yeah, buddy. Anything you want to leave the people with other than your your brand new fucking heater yeah man uh this is a song called willie mays and it's off uh my my new little ep coming out on uh november 27th it's called wish you weren't here uh you can just search my name on a bunch of stuff if you want to follow me for when that comes out outside of that uh whatifpodcast.com at whatifpod on all the socials send us an email it's hi at whatifpodcast.com or a voicemail at 612-246-4614 we love y'all we out
Peace. I never had a lot of patience, prone to daydream. I had a short attention span when they were laughing at me. By 15, I had thick skin, started chasing passion, taking chances. Why try and predict what happens? I just sip liquor right and worry about the planet. Too antsy to sit down and too angry to stand it. Got a couple insecurities I still don't care to name. Just want to dip, get a ticket. I split on an airplane, spend my days humble. I'm hunting a beach hut where I can read a book a week and eat daily for three bucks. Sally May would fuck off. I could turn the news off. I'd learn silence right a lot. That merry go would stop. But there I go, blowing my story before it's ended. Guess we all need a dream and I just figured I should mention. So the day they finally pay me, know how I intend to spend it. On my family, plane tickets. In a fucking case of Hendrix I'm alive, I promise I'm alive No matter how hard they try to convince me it's a lie I'm alive, I promise I'm alive And I'ma need the reminder until the day that I die You're alive, I promise you're alive No matter how hard they try to convince you it's a lie We're alive, goddammit, we're alive